the North Texas stories you need to know. This is the All Local from News Radio 1080 KRLD. You're all local for Monday morning, the 14th of November, 2022. It's going to be a rainy day, widespread showers and a rumble of thunder possible. We're talking a cold rain that will help us catch up on our 2022 deficit of about an inch and a half. We are catching up, aren't we? I'm John Little. The search for answers continues this morning after six people were killed in a crash at a Dallas air show over the weekend. Federal investigators are on the ground working to determine what led to the crash and Carol these Bailey Friday has the latest. As this investigation unfolds, the NTSB is asking for help from witnesses at the event. Neither historical plane was equipped with a flight data recorder or a black box. Because of that, officials say photos and videos of the collision will be critical in figuring out what went wrong. You can submit photos and videos of the crash to witness at NTSB.gov. They're using that footage along with air traffic control recordings to figure out why the aircraft collided. Michael Graham with the NTSB says they're also looking at what the FFA calls the air show box, where aircraft are allowed to do their performance. Now, granted, planes do fly outside the box to set up for their maneuvers, so this is one of the areas that we will, we will be looking at very closely. Six people died when the two planes collided in midair during the Wings Over Dallas air show on Saturday. That includes Terry Barker, Len Root, Curtis Rowe, and Craig Hutane. We are working to determine who the other two people are, and we'll let you know as soon as we do. This isn't a, a developing story, but officials say the investigation is not going to be a quick process. Graham says it'll take four to six weeks for a preliminary report. A full investigation could take anywhere between a year and a year and a half. Bailey, Friday News, Radio 1080, KRLD. And we're learning more about the victims of Saturday's crash, including two former American Airlines pilots and a former North Texas government leader. Condolences and tributes are starting to pour in on social media from friends and families of those six lives that were lost at that air show during the weekend. Now, our partners at the Dallas Morning News are confirming the identity of former United Airlines pilot and commemorative Air Force Air Base in Georgia member Craig Hutane of Montgomery, Texas. Meantime, the Ohio Civil Air Patrol shared condolences for the family of Curtis Rowe of Hilliard, Ohio. And a union representing American Airlines pilots said two of its former members were killed, Len Root and Terry Barker. Barker was also a former Keller City Council member. Keller Mayor Armin Mazzani knew Barker well. He shared his heartbreak with NBC5 and also shared photos of Barker, who was a proud Army veteran, City Council member, and experienced pilot. It's in shock, utter disbelief. Uh, he's someone that, uh, uh, like I said, we're going to miss tremendously. Uh, and we're grieving. As a community, we're all grieving together. He was a husband, a dad, a recent grandfather. Uh, and uh, he was a friend and uh, someone who uh, provided a lot of guidance uh, for me. Now, Mazzani says Barker had just retired in 2020 from a 36-year career with American Airlines. It is unclear which of the two vintage warplanes Barker was in when that collision happened. Now, a Veterans Day's display with hundreds of American flags that is outside Keller City Hall. That will remain up for another week as a tribute to Barker, in addition to this growing memorial for all of the victims of the crash here at Dallas Executive Airport. A tough loss for the Cowboys on the road in Green Bay on Sunday. The Cowboys lose 31-28 in overtime. Dak Prescott, good at times, not so good at other times. 
He threw for 265 and three touchdowns, including a third-quarter strike to CeeDee Lamb. At the Green Bay 35, first and 10. And Prescott will fake it to Pollard, back to throw. Deep left, Lamb, 10, 5, walk it in. Touchdown, C.D. Lamb. Brad Sham with the call on 105.3 The Fan. The Cowboys were up by 14 going to the fourth quarter. Green Bay scored twice to force OT, and then they booted a field goal to win it in overtime, leaving Mike McCarthy agitated. Very frustrated with the ending of the game, obviously. I think just the biggest thing for us is we need to go out here and just learn from these games. I love these kind of games. And this not exactly what I told this game. You need these tight games to get to where you want to go. So, um, and I thought we were in total control that in, in overtime, you know, obviously the penalties and the things. Uh, very, very, very frustrating. And, um, and you know, but, you know, that's. You got to overcome those things, you know. And uh, this this group, this group of this this group of men, they have it. Um, but you know, I'm just disappointed for them. The Cowboys had never lost when entering the fourth quarter, leading by 14 or more. They lost yesterday. The Cowboys dropped their record at six and three, third place in the four-team NFC East. Next up, Dallas on the road Sunday, traveling to Minneapolis. To the Vikings, uh, who are 8-1 and one on the year. More disturbing testimony expected today in the murder trial of a North Dallas woman accused of killing her own newborn. Here's KRLD's LP Phillips. Jasmine Lopez of North Dallas is accused of smothering her baby shortly after it was born, then burying the body in a flower pot at the Perry Cemetery in Carrollton. When the jury left Thursday, they were hearing from Carrollton Police Detective Jennifer Cackler, the lead investigator in the case. She was going over a recorded interview with Lopez, who said she had given birth to the baby in the bathtub of her grandmother's home, keeping silent so no one would know. A groundskeeper found the baby's body several weeks later. The trial is expected to conclude early this week. From the 24-Hour News Center, L.P. Phillips News, Radio 1080, KRLD. We've now learned it was a murder-suicide involving a mother and daughter that left two women dead in a burning home in Arlington last week. KRLD's Andrew Greenstein has the update. Arlington police say 51-year-old Jennifer Prescott shot her 15-year-old daughter Maddie Prescott to death before turning the gun on herself. A short time before the deadly shootings, police had gotten a call about a suicidal person at the Prescott's home on Lynn Creek Drive, but when police arrived, the house was on fire. Firefighters put out the blaze, and police officers found the two bodies inside. Maddie Prescott was a player on the 360 Warriors volleyball team. The team expressed its grief on its Facebook page, saying it has counselors available for anyone who needs them. From the 24-Hour News Center... Andrew Greenstein, News Radio 1080, KRLD. A jury will decide punishment today for Devontae Benton of Dallas, convicted last week of murder in the August 2019 shooting death of nine-year-old Brandon Aya Bennett. Police say Benton and another man were out to get even with a rap artist who insulted them when they fired shots into the wrong townhouse. Bennett was sitting on a couch when she was killed. Benton could get life in prison for killing the little girl. The All Local is updated three times a day. For the latest news, traffic, and weather, listen to News Radio 1080 KRLD. Visit KRLD.com, download the Odyssey app, or ask your smart speaker to play 1080 KRLD.